Hello there, hello world. I hope you got your favorite cup of coffee. Mine would always have to be either a straight black or a macchiato. I'd like you to think of those favorite coffee hours in your office, by your porch, or in the cafe you consider your second home. For others, their best companion would be a book, a sketchpad, or breathing, living companions dressed up as humans who we call as friends. And you know, it doesn't always have to be coffee. Some would rather have a high tea set or a bottomless hot tea, you know, like drain it till it runs out of stain kind of thing. You see, you don't really need to have a reason to have a break or even to literally have coffee. You can still call it coffee break anyway, right? Some friends out there, I'm sure, would love to be holding cocktails or a glass of wine at this hour. Indulge as you please. I'm Joanna Feliz and I say, go for what makes you happy, sane, and alive. Welcome to the first session of Coffee Talk Thursdays. I'm a technopreneur for 10 years now, and yes, that's a term I acknowledge myself of being in the business of digital technology, creative design, digital marketing, branding activations, and cross-platform developments. In other words, I'm a mix of that unpredictable nerd, semi-geek, beach lover, wheels crazy, sugar monster, and life aficionado. I want to invite you guys to consider this as simply a good coffee break. You know, that midday breather where we can sit down, talk about how your day was so far, how you got to maneuver around the traffic out there, meet with level-headed minds about business, or maybe checking in with a friend to catch up, or just simply, passionately, making a statement. If you're listening to this podcast right now, month of October in the year 2020, congratulations, you made it through this far. And that is without sarcasm, I promise you. That is with every strand of hope I have in my body saying you did make it this far. I mean, what more if you're listening to me in the year 2025? Then it means you'll witness the warming up and settlement of an era, new era, which began this year. Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves historical witnesses of another pivotal turning point of the modern times. Yes, it is a cycle as you already know, well, should have known by now, that a century ago such a comparable pandemic happened and have changed the mindset lifestyle and economy of the world. The Spanish flu, also known as the 1918 pandemic, was caused by the H1N1 influenza, a virus lasting from February 1918 to April 1920. It infected about 500 million people. I'm sorry, I think I sounded like Dr. Evil of Austin Powers there. Well, anyway. That's about a third of the world's population at the time, and in four successive waves. That's according to my dear friend Wikipedia. You all know him, right? The smartest kid in Google Classroom, when you search for something or anything, 
Wikipedia always is the first to answer. I bet if we were in high school, you guys would want to sit beside this Wikipedia guy for finals. Anyway, I'm not here to take out a syllabus in Spanish flu, or even try to explain the irony that such was tagged as Spanish flu when it didn't even originate there. It was just that it was Spain's press media who first revealed that a deadly virus was uncontrollably spreading up like crazy while the other nations wanted to be mum about it and to manage it discreetly. So again, I won't be going into that because I think by now you've already known the important things about the past and the present pandemic. If you don't, then I think you should ask yourself why. Why didn't you care too much? But nonetheless, don't worry, there is our favorite advisor, aka Google, always ready 24-7. But aside from the self-assessment question of this why to yourself, the more interesting question is, what happens now? How did society emerge after the 1918 pandemic? How are we now moving forward to avoid repeating the same mistakes they did then? And if we have, are we really on the right foot? Needless to mention, of course, that before your foot works, make sure your mindset is within the right and smart sphere. Otherwise, you'll just exhaust yourself. So maybe best for you to just lay in bed and just do nothing. Remember, as they say, it's only in this lifetime where you can be a hero just by watching Netflix, playing PS4, well, now there's PS5, laying around and staying put at home. For the lazy dudes out there, man, it's your time to shine. But seriously, as you know, the state has somehow eased up. Stores, churches, restos have opened up their doors and warmed the seats for the six to seven months normal lifestyle deprived you. With the craziness going around us, yes, with the craziness going around, this crisis which has caused hundreds of millions of people worldwide losing their jobs, with 1.6 billion workers in the informal job sectors or the gig economy alone, half of the global workforce were just simply put in the edge. This crisis, which has taken out lives almost in random, like in the Avengers Endgame movie, which has put out life's line of defense, the medics, or the doctors, and the nurses as the front line inevitably, and exhausting them a lot. You know, as bad times make you appreciate the good times, it also, I think, makes you realize what indeed are the good things in life you had you would have had with the buts only and ifs or you should have this is where the new normal braces us in as you have heard our team's battle cry let's face the new normal together online well if it's your first time to hear it then please know more about it visit our website www.johnson360.com that's j-o-h-n-s-e-n 360.com or follow us on social media johnson360 on facebook twitter and linkedin so going back for months now and for years to come 
digital transformation will be part of our annual, your annual business plans. In fact, it should have been planned and actualized years ago. It is actually with frustration that I share to you the question, how can a decades, yes, a decades old keyword, digital or digital transformation be coined as a new normal or a thriving component of it? Don't you find it ironic? I mean, why just now? Surely e-commerce, LMS or learning management system, business process automation, Internet of Things or IoT, artificial intelligence, AI, digital contents, all this have been in our portfolio in the industry for a decade now. More than so, my whole technopreneurship experience actually revolved around it. I believe it's the same with other players in our sphere. As much as our sector is thriving well these days, it's not a triumphant feel in any way when you know all the other sectors were just hit so bad. I mean, just imagine the frustration knowing that repercussions could have been in place if only the businesses and mindsets have been opened earlier on. The applications on retail ordering, delivery, educational technologies or edutech, you know, the right way of using it, which is not to replace teachers, of course, but to complement them, assist them so they can focus on what matters most. And you don't let the kids and the teachers just dive in. Please, no way. Like one of our key LMS markets in South America, where we recommended that a one-month user trial and navigation should be put in place. So they can just be playing around the platform, you know, so the kids and the teachers can be familiar with it. Remember, the kids these days, the main LMS users, they were born having digital around them. That should make it less of a scare to them. But because some local governments insisted almost pushing it up their throats, and the parents of their unconsented IT support in a manner that was quite abrupt, well, it's quite sad to know that a tool that was developed to support and bring convenience to its users is seen by some as a complete buttersome. If they can just reset it, I hope they reset it this time with a fair user implementation timeline in mind. That would make a lot of difference. Educating how to maximize the education tool. For the early adapters, they had more time to complement educational campaigns with the students' health and quality living now. Well, this pandemic has exposed how fragile some companies and economies are. Aside from other, I am only human factors, you know, the lack of a digital infrastructure, a very essential one, a strong, robust digital infrastructure led them to freeze during this chaos like freeze, the inability to move or execute operations, inability to execute contingency plans in an emergency. There weren't other buttons in their system because there was no system at all. The only thing that came to mind was to pull the power lever off. That's big, huge impact. Hong Kong, for example, is one of those model pandemic economies who has maintained to keep business running, attributing it to its digital ecosystem 
and a very supportive workforce. Well, I am no economist, but I think when I see the sign open for business and sorry we're closed, I'd already figure it out. That would definitely say a lot. Well, as the bad boy coronavirus was busy causing further damage around the world, various industries, some multinational companies, and small to medium enterprises appending production as their supply chains, operational process flows, broke down, frozen. Trying not to be too cynical about it, other firms rode in a speedboat heading to what is considered a liberator these days. Digitalization. As they have resorted to digitalization for business survival, other firms got too caught up in the transitioning when they should be busy satisfying the equally transitioning consumer needs. The early adapters, or the pre-pandemic digital adapters, kept the business running smoothly as if there's no distraction, business as usual, despite the evolving health crisis. They were able to respond to the clamoring consumers and sell to their strongest asset than ever, their employees. Of course, it doesn't make the world a happy fairy tale again, but at least there were less damages because at least some went to war with full battle gears on, not just having a drive through along their way and picking up the crumbs as it falls in front of them. Why just now? But I guess as they say, better to be late than never. I mean, if we just want to be a bit bearable or acceptable. In an interview with Daily Tribune's Amy Marcus, I was asked why digital transformation is important in this time of crisis. I mean, I can imagine, as much as some businesses would just want to float, so to speak, spending priorities matter more than ever. That's where your just distinction of investment versus expenditure comes in. I remember during our business psychology class back in college, you know, our professor highlighted the crucial understanding of a need versus a want. I believe that was engraved well in me. So since then, every time I'm in certain crossroads, that life-changing moment um, in shopping, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but seriously, it made that distinction really well, which helps business decisions, financial management, and organizations. The crisis that we now have before us challenges the businesses and the mindset of the market across categories. The importance of shifting to the most efficient tools, valuable processes, and measurable programs have never been emphasized as much as they are now. Digital transformation is the business's competent means to sustain its operations with an added advantage of better operational performance and brand resiliency in these times. These days, it would take more than just a good product to succeed. Just like saying, it takes more than just a strong leader to revive your business. It's essential to boost the spirit, give hope to your team. However, what's more important and aptly needed this times is a leader with a good sense of realism. Not all stories are beautiful, but still these stories are worth sharing to warn, teach a lesson, 
and help prepare for the worst. Even if some firms took longer to adapt, well, at least they're starting somewhere. But as I always advise our clients, if you're half-hearted in taking a dive into digital, then don't. Because it's never about joining the bandwagon, it's leveraging the market connectedness and operation efficiency. But of course, there are organizations who are trailblazing as the economic heroes of their sectors. Needless to say, they had it all figured out. More than just creating a systematized workspace and processes for a competitive playing field, it plays an essential part to create the impact needed on your current business's status quo. So, you know, these applications, systems, the famous phases of digital transformation are all programmed to perform its functions qualitatively and quantitatively. However, we still acknowledge that as these tools are aimed at supporting the frontline operations of your business, the responsiveness of your organization, like, you know, the availability of your products, the quick service delivery, turnaround time, and of course, the health and welfare of your people. These are all great success indicators in the digital transformation journey. Amidst the drama of this pandemic, let us be mindful that every effort by an online seller, a broker, the manufacturer, frontliners, back office support, the farmer who keeps on selling his produce, the teacher who relentlessly manages to keep up with the technology, should never give up in any way, the brand owners who continuously adapt to the challenge of the times, the IT and network providers who rigorously provide support amidst the restrictions. Well, we are all contributors to the economy rising again. Yes, recession may have happened how many times in our country and in the world, but decades, centuries, differences matter a lot. With every nerve-wracking change comes a new era. Let's not be dinosaurs on this thing. It's either you choose extinction or live and move forward. Because our today has a lot which that yesterday did not have. We now have the tools to make us bounce back stronger and smarter. Digital is the new black. This is Joanna Feliz of Johnson 360. Thank you for enjoying this coffee talk with me. Drink up and let's talk again next Thursday.